He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Because he is risen, we know that his sacrifice on the cross was acceptable in the sight of our Heavenly Father who raised him from the dead. That means your sins truly, objectively are forgiven. Because he is risen, we know that death has indeed been trampled. Indeed, it has been transformed so that death is not even death any longer for those of us who have faith in Jesus. Because he is risen, we know that the devil, the ancient serpent of old and father of lies, has been cast down the head of that serpent, under the heel of the seed of the woman. Because he is risen, he is victorious, and we also will be victorious with him. I would like to direct your attention to something that just happened a few moments ago. In case you missed it, in case you weren't really giving it the gravity and the profundity it deserves, give you opportunity to reorient your heart, because indeed we altogether did something very serious with the catechumens. We renounced Satan. We renounced all his works, and we renounced all his ways. And on top of that, we confessed before one another our trust in God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the maker of the world, the redeemer of the world, the sanctifier of the world. We picked sides. And when you spoke that renunciation of the devil, you made a powerful enemy. The devil, the world with all its sin and violence and lies, and indeed your own flesh along with mine, these are powerful enemies. But there is one enemy far greater still. God. The last thing on earth you want is to have God as your enemy. So God bless you for renouncing Satan. You were in his kingdom from birth, but now you have been born again through water and spirit. You have been placed on the winning side. Since we're Americans, the winning team. Stay on that team. All of life, it looks like we're losing, just like it looked like he was losing. Did he lose? Neither will we. With God as our Father, 
Christ as our Savior, the Spirit as the one enlightening our hearts and minds. We must be bold then as we go forth from this place. I wish I could tell you, especially you, you young catechumens, I wish I could tell you that life as a Christian was easy. I wish I could tell you that there were no challenges, no sorrows, nor heartbreak. But I can't tell you that because I know that your enemies are strong. Your own sinful nature, the world, and the devil. But you have a God who is stronger. We all do. And that is what Easter shows us. It is this God who then gives to us something of infinite value. And he gives it in those waters of holy baptism. The full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God, St. Paul says. It begins with the belt of truth. Why? Truth holds all things together. I am the truth, says our Lord Jesus. And it is truth that is needed to conquer the father of lies. And this world so filled with lies, with its media filled with lies, we must be secured against all of it by the belt of truth. Put upon yourself the breastplate of righteousness. Not your own righteousness, but that righteousness of Jesus freely and fully given to you. Perfect righteousness that will guard your life unto eternal life. And upon your feet be shod with the readiness of the gospel of peace. That wherever you go, you would recognize that you are a son, a daughter of God, an ambassador of our Lord Jesus Christ. That upon your lips you would have not words of your will and your desires and your benefit, but the holy gospel of the Lord Jesus, by which all men may be saved. But not only these, take up also, the Holy Scriptures say, that shield of faith, which is sufficient to quench every fiery dart that the devil is going to hurl at you. Faith in our Lord Jesus. And put upon your head that helm of salvation that will guard your mind in Christ Jesus lest you be tempted by way of pride and arrogance to claim to be a good person in and of yourself. That helm of salvation says, no, it is by grace and by grace alone that you are saved. But lest also your mind be deceived into despair. That helm of salvation says, no, not only is it by grace alone that you are saved, but that grace of God is sufficient for you. Put on the full armor of God. But even that's not enough. One thing still is missing. Take into your hand the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God. That is why the Holy Church says, come to church every Sunday. Here is the Word of God. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. 
Somebody got that. (laughs) This is why every day begin your day with the Lord's Prayer. End your day with the Lord's Prayer. The Word of God. Let the Word of God dwell in you richly. It's why, catechumens, you had to spend all those years with me in confirmation. It is the sword of the Spirit that God gives us. And that sword is all we need. Let us grow in our skill in handling it and using it. It is not enough to be on defense. We Christians must put on the armor and take up the sword and go forth. How do we make a difference in this world? There are many ways. How we raise our children, how we conduct our business, how we vote. But there is only one way in which we can go forth into this world, conquering the devil, the world, and our own sinful nature, and that is with the Word of God, the truth of God in all its purity, the crown jewel of which is our Lord Jesus Christ, His death for you, His resurrection for you. Therefore, this Easter, let us remember that Jesus is risen. He has won, and in due time, we will win too. Let us therefore be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.